Welcome back to the People Lab podcast. My name is Mike Kahn and I'm your host. I'm excited to be with you today and invest some time together and let's get a little bit better. Our vision at the People Lab, we don't want to just see people. We want to become the best team in the world to help people feel seen and valued in all the best ways. We refuse to be known by what we are against. We will be known by who we are for. And here at the People Lab, we partner with organizations to move their team members to becoming teammates. And we do this by focusing on four main topics. Number one, communication and culture. Number two, execution and teamwork. Number three, leadership and supervision. Number four, personal development and growth. And today we're gonna spend some time on this one topic and it's gonna have to do with some personal development and growth. It's also gonna have to do with communication and culture. It's even gonna have to do with execution and teamwork. And of course, it's gonna have to do with leadership and supervision. And uh, this conversation today is, it's all about handling the tough conversation. So the big question for this one is how do you handle something when it's hard for you to hear? So when someone's bringing a criticism or a critique to you, something that you haven't done well or you haven't done to their specifications or their preferences, how do you handle that? That's what we're talking about today. So our question today is how do you handle something when it's hard to hear? And for most of us, uh, I mean, nobody like goes to the line and says, hey, please tell me what I'm doing wrong. (laughs) Uh, Even people who aren't necessarily um, afraid or against hearing what they're doing wrong, nobody wants to line up for criticism. Even those of us who just really want to succeed at all costs. And, you know, those of us who are not really touchy feely, who just want the bullet points, hey, give me the stuff I got to do to get better. Uh, if you're going to give me a grade, grade me out on this sales call. It's going to turn in, you know, turn out at, a, at an 84. Hey, that's not bad. That's that's actually pretty good. But I don't care about the 84 I got right. What's the 16 points that you counted off for? Like, what's something that I could do to get better? And I think we all want to get better. I mean, that's the personal development part of things, right? We 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 all want to grow which is why we have a whole topic on this personal development and growth. And that's a big thing. And that's something that no matter when you hear the, uh, Hey, Hey Mike, Mike, do you have a minute? Uh, I got something I need to tell you. Um, No matter when you get that feedback or when you get those, uh, those, those words that sound critical, um, our first tendency, if you're like me, your first tendency is to find reasons why you can discredit the source or discredit the person who's bringing it to you. Or, or blame something else. Now, I, I, I try not to do that, especially the more I get to know myself and the better I get to know myself. Uh, for me, I'm an Enneagram 2 uh, with a three wing, which means I'm a people pleaser and um, I'm an ambitious <laughs> people pleaser. And so, you, you know, nobody just wants to, uh, just to try to make people mad for no apparent reason. Um That's not really what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is someone who you know cares about you, whether it's in your organization or in your home, in your family, someone who you know that cares about you. And they they say, hey, this may be kind of hard for you to hear, um, but I just really feel like I need to tell uh, tell you this or share this with you or or bring this to your attention. No matter how they say it, um, no matter how I say it, if I'm the one who's going to bring the information, right? Like like no matter how it comes across, no matter how we intend for it to come across, um, the person who's receiving the information 
it's kind of a wild card because we don't necessarily know, are they an Enneagram two? Are they more of a heart person, a gut person or a mind person? Uh, if they're a mind person, they want the information, they want the feedback so they can get better at what they're doing. Um, if they're the, the gut person, uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway, go ahead and tell me, I already know it was, it was broken. I'm fixing it. No problem. I'm already on it. And the heart person, uh, they don't not want to hear the information, but what happens is when someone says, Hey, it's not personal, it's business. No matter what people say, it certainly does feel like it's personal. And so, um, so one of the things I, that I, I've been learning myself and, um, uh, through this coaching program that I've been taking, uh, it's, it's, it's really been a fantastic experience and it's, it's something that's helping me learn how to hear the hard conversations, not just how to have them and how to start them, but to be on the other end when someone says, Hey, uh, hey, Mike, uh, I got to give you something to improve on. And uh, instead of me, instead of us trying to poke holes in the uh, criticism or the feedback, whatever, you know, however you want to call it, instead of just trying to discount it or to make excuses, well, they've never done this job before. They don't know what I'm trying to do. They've never, they've never been a parent of teenage boys before. How are you going to give me some advice or, or whatever the situation is. They never had a girl in college before or a kid in college before. Like, like all these different things, uh, we're quick to find excuses or reasons, or I mean, uh, have our jab up. So whenever you come at me and you say, Hey Mike, um, this needs to be a little bit different. This could be a little better. Um, Instead of me, even internally, even if I don't say the words out loud to you, but instead of internally formulating my response or formulating my excuses or, or why it didn't go as well, well, I mean, it was road construction. That's why I'm a couple of minutes late or things beyond my control. Listen, what we need to do when we're receiving the information, when we're, we're having a hard conversation that's, that's hard to hear, maybe when someone's bringing that to us, what we need to do internally just take a deep breath. I learned it from the Karate Kid when I was a kid. Uh, you know, uh, Mr. Miyagi said, Daniel-san, breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. I mean, I love that. Um, just, just take in a deep breath. It's not a personal attack on you. That's not what it is. It's an opportunity to get better. And we've got a frame. Like, like what I literally have, I literally have an empty picture frame on my desk so I can look and see when something, when I'm having a hard conversation, whether it's in person or on the phone or whatever it is, then I just look at the frame and sometimes I'll literally pick it up and, and just reframe it. Okay, what is this critique? Now, what does it make possible? Okay, let's own it. Sure, I'm not God's gift to anything. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I don't know everything about anything. So that's not the goal. So what do we want to do? We want to not take it personally as much as possible. And one way that we can do that is we can just look for the 10%. I've heard it called the 10% rule of, uh, of quote, constructive criticism, which uh, I'm not getting into that today. I mean, I think there's there's a case to be made. Uh, I've heard people making a case that constructive criticism is, is an oxymoron. Uh, and, and I don't know if if that's entirely true. We got to be able to to celebrate the wins and we've got to be able to uh, celebrate even the good parts about things that didn't go really well. But there's also got to be some conversation about, hey, this was just not good at all. 
Um, and we've got to get better at that. There's, there's gotta be some, some conversations and some ways to reframe it. Uh, and I've, I've been listening to a fantastic podcast called the executive minds podcast. Um, and my business coach is actually the guide. He's the host on there. And, uh, he has an episode that I'll actually link to the, uh, the episode notes here in our, um, in our podcast. It's a fantastic conversation. Um, and, and it really does talk about ways that you can deal with difficult conversations without going critical, without being critical of someone and also how to, how to reframe it in a way that's helping them get a head start on their rebounding of it. It's, it's a fabulous conversation. Um, I'll for sure link up to that here. But the whole idea of us to quote, not take it personally is really to have our growth in mind, not just the goals that we have, because if we have the goals in mind and then someone brings us reasons why it didn't happen or why maybe it's not going to happen. I mean, those are things that can be really hard to digest, but, but if we start looking for the 10%, there's, there's at least 10% of truth in every criticism or critique, even if the person who's bringing it to you, even if the messenger is not credible, there's at least 10% of truth in every critique that comes my way. And, and I know that's true. Like if, like if Mike from 2019, if Mike from 2019 would listen to Mike from today, from 2022, man, I would give that dude some great advice. I would be able to help him out and coach him up. I would be able to guide him through some really difficult conversations that were, were already coming his way and were on the way down the road, even months down the road to come that way. I mean, be just by the simple principle of the 10% principle. When someone brings something to you, a uh, uh, disapproval or feedback or criticism or critique or what, however it's framed when it's handed to you or spoken to you, when someone brings you that, instead of just totally throwing it away and discounting it and say they have no idea what they're talking about, maybe they're not the expert like you are the expert, but that still doesn't mean you can't learn something from them. And I think that's a huge key to having a growth mindset. John Maxwell talks about it. Um, several business leaders talk about that. Um, and it's just, instead of seeing, okay, this was the goal that I had and I missed the mark. Instead of just seeing that now it's the question, okay, how can I get better? If it's basketball and you've, you've missed eight free throws in a row. Okay. Well, you need somebody who can see what you're doing and maybe your form, maybe your elbows just going a little bit out, or maybe you're, you're standing pigeon toed instead of standing with your, your foot right on to the, uh, the imaginary line toward the basket or, or maybe you're taking two dribbles and you're not taking a breath instead of taking a breath and two dribbles or three or whatever your normal system is. You, you need somebody who, who, who you trust, who you know is for you, that can come up and say, hey, man, just let me help you a little bit. I just want to encourage you. And this is what I think, this is something that could be helpful. So what we've got to do is we've got to look for that 10%. There's at least 10% of truth in every criticism that's uh, handed to me or presented to me. And, and once I have started realizing that instead of just totally discounting it or being, even knowing there's some truth in it, but not wanting to address it, that's making me into a better person. Uh, I'm becoming a better human. I'm becoming a better leader, a better husband, a better daddy, a better business owner, a better communicator, a better speech giver, a better coach in our corporate sessions. Not because I have it all figured out, but because I'm ready to learn. 
I'm ready to learn more about it. There's this saying that, I mean, I've heard, uh, again, uh, Dr. John Maxwell, I've heard him say it several times. I've heard other people say it. I don't know who said it first, but the, the adage of don't let success go to your head and don't let failure go to your heart. I mean, that's real talk. That's, that's something that we humans are not typically great at. So what we need to do is we need to just set in our mind, Hey, hey, this doesn't define me. This failure doesn't define me. This feedback doesn't define me. This, um, quest for a uh, improvement doesn't define me. It just means I'm getting better. Uh, John Acuff in his great book called Soundtracks. I mean, it's about how to turn overthinking from a super problem into a superpower. It's a fabulous book. I'm, <laughs> I'm the guy, I'm the guy who, who uses three highlighters on the book about overthinking, <laughs> three different color highlighters. Uh, my wife pre-ordered that for me uh, about two months before it came out when she knew it was coming out. It's something that I've been continually working on and I'm, man, I'm, I'm continuing to get better, but there's this soundtrack there, this, um, there is this statement that has really, really been beneficial to me. And it's very, very simple. I'm learning and I'm growing. I'm learning and I'm growing. I'm learning and I'm growing. I even wrote it on a little note card. Uh, I'm learning and I'm growing. And uh, we talked about it in a coaching session with my business coach, uh, Kev. He said, he said, Mike, I want you to write this down. And I want you to say it. And, and I knew, you know, I don't know exactly if that's the first place he's heard it too, but that statement has helped me a ton. I'm learning and I'm growing. It's helped me as a dad. I've got a middle school son who's learning to play the bass and sing and all that at the same time. And he's trying to do a lot of it. And sometimes like me, he tries to do too much. I'm learning and I'm growing. I'm learning and I'm growing. Uh, I've got another another kid who plays basketball, son who plays basketball, and he's he's driving in the lane, and sometimes he doesn't shoot, and whenever he doesn't shoot in the lane, of course, sometimes it's not a good shot. This is you know, this is not an indictment on his basketball playing at all. I'm saying he and I are very very similar. Whenever he's in the lane and he chooses not to shoot, he's already getting a shot blocked. And for me, hey Mike, uh, how many clients are you working with? How many clients do you want to work with? What's the scariest part of it? It's just like when my son's shooting in the lane. I don't get my shot blocked. I don't want people to not care. I don't want, I don't want people to say no. Well, they got to say no at some point. Not everybody's going to say yes. That's not tricky. That's just numbers, the law of large numbers, right? So if, if I only petition 10 businesses to try to do business with and you know, you close one, you close 10% of the business that you do. And not everybody closes that we've all got our own different, uh, ratios that we get. If I only talk to 10 people and I only get one, yes, it's going to feel like failure because it's a 90% failure rate. Okay. But, but I'm learning and I'm growing, I'm learning and I'm growing. And there are things that I can do better. Absolutely. Things that will come my way. Of course, mentors, I'll read their books or watch their TED Talks or listen to the podcast. However, I'm getting mentored in a long distance way. I've got to remember, and John Acuff said this too, don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Don't compare your start of your journey to someone else who's been on this journey for 12, 14 years. It's, it's a ludicrous comparison. And I say this all the time in our sessions, you know, what we do especially when I'm talking to middle school, high school students, what we do is we, we, you know, we're not that different. When we look in the mirror, we don't see our highlight reel. We see ways maybe where we mess up or let somebody down, or we don't do it as well as we wanted to. And certainly when we get negative feedback, uh, it falls into that category. 
And then a lot of times what we do is and we take our low tide when we're feeling low and then we do something that makes absolutely no sense. We go to social media and look at someone else's Instagram or their Facebook or their Twitter or whatever, uh, you know, get on TikToks, whatever. You know, the problem with that is nobody puts pictures of burnt brownies on Instagram. I mean, nobody, nobody, here's my failure. Let me put it out for the world to see, unless it's like a, how it started and how it's going. Maybe it's one of those things, but that's not what we do. What we do is we put our best foot forward on, on Instagram, even to the point where we'll put the right filter on it and filter on social media world. The filter is just a way to change the appearance of it. It's to try to make it look better than it actually is. And the worst thing we can do when we feel, when we get, a hard conversation, we get some negative feedback, we get some uh, critiques or something that's critical, even if it's well-intended, sometimes we don't process it well. And then we take our low time because we feel badly about it. And then we go and we compare it to everyone else's highlight reel. That doesn't make it better. It just makes it worse. Let's take John Acuff's advice. Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Or even if you're three or four years down the road, don't compare that to someone else's 15 to 18 down the road. My wife and I have been married for 22 and a half years almost. And man, that's, I mean, I love it. It's awesome. She's, she's fantastic. Man, we still have a lot to learn. We've got some great friends who were, they were, I don't know, 26 or seven years ahead of us. And I just, one day I asked her, hey, what, what's, What's something that you've done every day, something that you've done to have this very successful marriage? And uh, <laughs> he, Milt, he's my friend, my buddy. He just laughed and said, well, uh, well, Mike, you know, it's something that uh, we just got to keep working on every day. And I'm just so glad that, that, that God gave me Miss Rosemary. And just we had a great conversation about it. And I told him, I said, hey, whenever you guys hear footsteps behind you, that's us. We're coming after you. We're coming for you. Okay, well, but Mike, they've lived... 25 years longer than we've lived. They've been married 25 years longer than we've been married. They've seen things we haven't seen yet. They've got grandkid conversations that we don't know anything about. But the the idea then is not for me to compare my journey to Milt's journey or John Acuff's journey. He does things that I want to do or John, uh, come on, John Maxwell's journey. I mean, these are dudes, these are world-class speakers and leaders and authors and communicators. I mean, they're, they're further down the road than I am, but I'm not just going to sit in a, in a, in a, in a, in a ball and just sulk. I can't do that. That's not my journey. That's, that's not the road that I'm on. And it's not the road that you're on. So when, when you get some, some news that's hard to handle, when you have a conversation that's hard to handle because it's critical about something that you did or didn't do as well as they think you should have done. Let's not just totally dismiss it. Let's look at it and see, okay, there's, there's probably some truth, some truth to it, even if it's 10%. Okay. What can I do? What can I look at? How can I get 10%? Uh, how can I take this 10% truth and apply it to my life? Can I learn from it and then get better? That's the goal for us today because you got two options will you get bitter or will you get better and sometimes the answer is yep i'll get i'll get both <laughs> all right sometimes you get both maybe but if it's not 50 50 if it's bitter and better it's not 50 50 it's going to be more bitter so 
what we've got to do is we got to look for that 10%. What's the 10% of truth, at least 10% of truth, that's in this criticism? Because you're just going to get better. And when you get better, as you get better, you'll have some people who will go through some things that are similar to what you went through. And now you'll have a scar that shows you went through it. It won't be like a like a bruise or like an open wound or even a scab on something. Like, you know, when you fall down and you skin your knee. It, it, it starts off as a, a, a wound, and sometimes it's a big wound, right? It's a gaping wound. But then... It'll, it'll do some healing. It'll scab over a little. And then at some point it becomes a scar. When it becomes a scar, now it's something that you can continue to draw from and look at this scar and remember what you came through and some people in your support system that helped bring you through it. My advice to you is to look at the 10%. Find at least 10% of something that's true in a criticism or a critique, and then let that fuel you, not the the bruises or the the bruises that you got from the words. Not 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 let that beat you down, but let it fuel you to get better. Knowing that as you get better, you'll have opportunities to um, reflect on that and be thankful uh, all over again, and you'll also have some opportunities to help some other people who have gone through some things that are very, very similar to you. Thanks for joining us today for another episode of the People Lab Podcast. We're so excited that you've invested in yourself by being here today and you're going to become better and stronger and your family's going to become better and stronger as a result. And the organization you work for and that you partner with, they're going to become better and stronger as a result as well. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, You could send us a message on Instagram. You can follow us at the People Lab app. On Instagram, we'd love to hear from you there. Uh, Of course, you can also send us a text message at any time. Uh, The number to send the text message to is 580-952-9229. We'd love to hear from you there. You can just text podcast there. Or if you got a question, we'd love to answer the question for you. We'd love to engage with you there. Something else that would be really, really helpful if, uh, if, if you got some value out of this, man, we would love for you to give us a rating and a review. Of course, five-star ratings preferred. Uh, We'd love to get a rating and a review there, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And then if you could subscribe, that'd be great. That way you never miss an episode. And then if you would share it with someone who maybe someone who you know, specifically with this episode, um, sometimes they take uh, criticism to heart a little bit more. I mean, I have that t-shirt in a couple of different colors and (laughs) a couple of different sizes too. So that'd be a great way to start a conversation with them in ways that we can be better. So we're so glad you decided to hang out and and, uh, spend some time with us today and invest some time with us. And we will see you back again next week. Have a great day. See you.